Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 42, the first thing to do when you organize your kitchen. It is the top of the year. We are all still coming off a holiday hangover where things were really crazy for a couple of months. And if you're anything like me, you are craving organization in your home, in your systems, in your family life. And there's no better month, truly, in my opinion, to kind of set things straight in your kitchen, get things a little organized. But your kitchen is arguably the room that's used more in your home than anything else. So the idea of tackling organizing your kitchen can feel so overwhelming. So I want to talk about just the first thing to do. Just if you don't do anything else, if you do this one thing, it is instantly going to make a massive difference. So we're going to get into that, but first we're going to run through three simple recipes you could throw on your meal plan this week if you're stuck trying to decide what to make for dinner. So first up, this is a slow cooker or instant pot friendly recipe. It is my Greek shredded pork pitas and it is delicious. This is so, so yummy. So I'm using one of my favorite pantry staples in this recipe. It is my favorite Greek seasoning and the brand is Cavenders. And I have been using this Greek seasoning for as long as I can remember. The first time I was exposed to it was through my grandpa. My grandpa Kent, he had this salmon recipe that he would do and he was known for it. And the secret ingredient was this Cavender's Greek seasoning. And if you know, you know, this stuff is so good. I don't use a ton of seasoning blends, but when I do, it's Cavender's. It's really, really good. So that's what we're using in this shredded pork pitas recipe. We're using a pork butt or a pork shoulder Using that seasoning, a handful of other ingredients, I think there's under five ingredients in this, shredding that pork, and then using those in pitas. We also ended up making pita nachos with leftovers, which is really fun the second day, kind of a Greek twist on nachos, and it was so yummy. So those are back on our meal plan this week, and I am looking forward to it. 
The next recipe is the skillet cheesy enchiladas. These are a favorite of my kids and I I got them to be willing to uh, swap out some Taco Tuesdays for skillet enchiladas. <laughs> my kids really like Mexican food. And these are so great. They have both rice and beans in the, the actual enchiladas. And it's kind of like a, it's just really simple. Everything comes together in one skillet and um, you kind of scoop it out and it's delicious. And they're just really, really easy. It is an amazing like one pot meal. So those cheesy skillet enchiladas, I am genuinely looking forward to those. Um, And then finally, as you guys know, I always do a five ingredient recipe every week to keep things simple. And I am doing the five ingredient veggie curry this week. All of these ingredients come from Trader Joe's, although you can find them at other grocery stores as well. But this is one of those Trader Joe's recipes that it's such a hit with my family that if you put me in a Trader Joe's and blindfolded me, I could walk to all of these five ingredients and get everything I needed to make this one meal. So you can find that recipe on Instagram in my five ingredient recipe highlight. And the other recipes are going to be in recipe club. If you're looking for an even more exhaustive meal plan, you can get my weekly and monthly meal plans in recipe club where you'll find these three recipes in my meal plan for the week, or you can just go about building your own weekly meal plan and kind of letting the ingredients you have on hand in your freezer and fridge and pantry determine what you're going to make this week. Regardless, you know I'm a fan of a plan. Even if you think you hate meal planning, it is it is a gift to yourself to, to try and embrace it and find a simple solution that works for you. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss the first thing to do when you organize your kitchen. So at least once a year, I like to do a deep dive in my fridge, freezer, and pantry. And in a best case scenario, it's usually two times a year. But I always like to do it at the beginning of the year and then sometimes right before the holidays or right before school starts. But the top of the year, January, I am ready. I am ready after all of that holiday cooking to kind of clear things out and set myself up for success. It's usually when I'm trying to eat the healthiest as well, or at least clean up some of my eating a bit. And so it's a good time to do a deep dive and clean out anything that's expired or unused, or quite frankly, just simply forgotten about. I, just like you, have leftovers in the back of my fridge that have been there for who knows how long. All right, so I want to talk about kind of a step-by-step process I like to follow when it comes to cleaning out these spaces. I actually have a sheet that I print out. It's on the inside of one of my kitchen cabinets, and it reminds me because when I feel so overwhelmed by this because your kitchen can feel like such a tall order, it's nice to just look at a list and be like, okay, this is what I do first, and then I do this. So the first thing you are going to do is you're going to take it all out. Now, before we even talk about that, What I might suggest is you focus on one area of your kitchen. Now, it might be your fridge, it might be your pantry, it might be your freezer. So let's just say we're going to do our our fridge. We're going to take it all out. You're going to toss anything that is old or expired, or you could donate items that you know you're not going to use. Maybe that jar of roasted red peppers that you never opened but doesn't expire for another year. But I want you to think about old condiments or like those forgotten leftovers way in the back of the fridge. 
Um, if you're doing your pantry, you may have some expired spices or half used boxes of breadcrumbs in the pantry. I am laughing because I just did this and I had seven, seven boxes or like little cylinders of those breadcrumbs in my pantry. Yeah. They were all about three fourths of the way gone. Oh my gosh. Or in your freezer, anything with freezer burn, um, or stuff, you know, you're not going to eat. My suggestion is to be ruthless. Do not, if, in fact, if you have not used it in a long time and you choose to keep it, then you better make a plan. You better put that on your meal plan that week. So be, it's like cleaning out your closet, guys. You got to take it out. You got to be ruthless. Once you've determined you're going, all the stuff you're going to keep, the next step is to categorize. You want to group like with like and categorize according to the way you cook. So like for me, I really like having a bin or a basket in my pantry for breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. So breakfast includes um, some granola bars and cereals and oatmeal cups and things like that. Lunch has got the boxes of mac and cheese and ramen noodles. And then dinner, it's usually some sides, like some rice pilafs and things like that. Or I even have a... Um, a peanut butter and jelly bin where I've got my peanut butter, my bread, the honey, and then we have the jam in the fridge, obviously. But that's what I mean by categorize it to the way that you cook. If you don't have young kids in your house right now, you may not be making nearly as many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as I do. But because that is a big part of my life right now, it deserves its own bin. So you want to categorize. You um, are going to group all your pastas and greens together. You're going to group all of your canned items together. Um, in your refrigerator, obviously, you're going to group your produce and your condiments and so forth. What's most important is that the categories are really simple and easy to stick to. So I don't want you to get too overly specific, just kind of general categories. The third step after you've taken it all out, you've categorized it, is you're going to fill in the gaps. So what we're doing here essentially is purging and decluttering in this space that is used more often than almost any other space in our homes. And it can help identify what you have and also what you're low on. So I want you to make a list of, oh my gosh, we are almost out of peanut butter or my kids love black beans. And I remember last time I went to make rice and beans and I didn't have black beans. So I need to get black beans. So make a list of those things that you cook often and that you tend to reach for. And you maybe have an assumption that you have on hand because this is a great time to restock those. Um, a great example of this for me is my favorite jarred marinara sauce, which is Rayo's. I always like to have a jar or two or three of Rayo's in my pantry because everyone in my family loves it. And I actually use it as a key ingredient in a lot of my recipes. Or we have a favorite grain in our family. We love the quick cooking farro from Trader Joe's. It's awesome. It comes in a blue little bag. It's like $1.79. And it's the taste is nutty and chewy and it is just so delicious. So we use that in grain bowls. We use that as a side. Um, but I always like to have three or four bags of that hanging out in my pantry. So fill in the gaps. All right. So those are the three basic steps I like to follow when it comes to purging my items in my fridge, freezer, in your pantry. It's going to feel so good. It's not only like you're cleaning your kitchen, you're cleaning your brain out. It is going to feel amazing. Next, I want to talk about decluttering. And decluttering is slightly different because we're not going to talk so much about ingredients as we are items in your kitchen. So the purging was for the perishable 
items or mostly perishable items and the decluttering is for like the tools and the things that you use to cook. So I have the same questions on the same sheet of paper inside my pantry cabinet when I do this. And it is so helpful to do it at least once a year, if not two times a year. So these are the questions I want you to ask yourself as you're working through your kitchen. I want you to try and make decisions quickly about what you wanna keep and what you might donate. And if you get hung up on anything, start by asking yourself these questions. Do I use it? You really shouldn't have to think long about this. You should know whether or not you use it. Um, don't think, will I possibly use this one day? Like a great example of this, something I recently got rid of was a fondue pot. I think I used it twice and I don't have a big kitchen right now. And I, I had no space for a fondue pot. So out it went, might I use it one day? Maybe, but I'm certainly not using it regularly. So out it went. The next question I like to ask myself is, is this item extra? How many wooden spoons do you really need? And I chose wooden spoons because I violate this law. (laughs) I love wooden spoons. Um, Really think about it. How many spatulas does one need? How many can openers does one need? Do you use all of your cookie sheets? Do you, I just... If you've got multiples of something, I want you to evaluate what you need and use on a regular basis. Remember, you can always borrow extra items from friends or family members for those one-time events, but keep your favorites, keep the best quality, and donate the extras. The third question is, would I buy this today? I find that this is a really helpful question when looking at... um, decorative items in my kitchen if you still love it and I I, this the other thing is like especially with like a decorative item is does it mean anything to me is this something I randomly picked up at home goods six years ago and I'm just holding on to it for the sake of holding on to it if that's the case and you don't love it anymore it I give you permission to to part with it now if this is something you got on a vacation that it carries a memory with it or something your kid made you at school. Like that's a whole different situation. But would you spend money on this thing again? If you were walking down the aisles of home goods today, would you buy this again? And if the answer is no, then clear it out. I think that certain items can add beauty to the space, but especially in our kitchens, we want them to function well. So really diagnose whether or not it's just contributing to clutter in your kitchen or if it is helping either make you so happy by just how stunningly beautiful it is or it's functional. Okay, the next question and the final question, maybe the most important one, does this make my life easier? There may be some items that you don't really need, but you use them regularly enough to help simplify things. Like the best example for me would be a rice cooker. I could certainly make rice on the stove, but my little rice cooker saves me so much time every single week. And all I got to do is push a button and I love it. I love it. Even though it takes up more space than a pot would, but it gets to stay because I use it so often. I have a couple of friends who love these little choppers, like the brand is Cuisinut or something where they chop it up and down and it chops onions and other things. 
I would not use that because I don't mind just using my knife, but I have friends who swear by their choppers. So if you love your chopper, you should keep it. You should absolutely keep it. So certain things like that. Okay, we're going to go through those decluttering questions one more time. Remember, these are the things that are non-perishable in your kitchen. So do I use it? Is this item extra? Would I buy this today? And does it make my life easier? If you take the time to go through those perishable items that you're going to perch, you're going to take those all out, you're going to categorize them, you're going to fill in the gaps, then you follow that up with decluttering of those physical items, your kitchen is going to feel like a brand new space. It's going to feel amazing and it's going to be so much more enjoyable to cook in it because you're not going to be bogged down by clutter and leftovers and old things you know you're never going to use. So January is the perfect time to do that. I have done it. In fact, I'm still doing it in some respects and I encourage you to do the same. All right, before we head out today, let's take a final moment to celebrate a real life recipe success of the week. This comes from Emily G who wrote this in a recent Instagram uh, DM and this is what she had to say. I have been following you since Food Network Star, and I just want to tell you how much I love Recipe Club. It's the most genius and helpful thing as a young mom. Your recipes are always taste amazing, and the add ingredients cart to feature is mind-blowing. Tonight, I made your chicken parmesan bake, and it was so fun to watch the video and felt like I was cooking with you. I know it must be a lot of work, but I wanted to say thank you. Love it so much. I love sharing with people. Emily G., my goodness. What a woman. So nice of her to take the time to share that. I'm so glad she likes our one-click grocery shopping feature where you can drop all of the ingredients to make my recipe club recipes directly into the shopping cart of your favorite grocer. And I'm glad she likes the videos too. If only I could be in your kitchen cooking with you, Emily. I would love that. But thank you so much. It means so much to me when you guys uh, leave such kind messages. All right, thanks again for being here. And until next time, I'm Kelsey. We'll see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more 
and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.